Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Adele. How are you, Adele? Doing well, Jeremy. How are you? Good, good. What are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, we have a lot to update people on. Yep. It's been a um, crazy couple of weeks. It, yeah, it really has been. Yeah, so we'll a give a quick A lot has update. happened. Where do we begin? <laughs> well, uh, our last episode with, uh, was with Zoe, so we really didn't talk about anything uh, other than, you know, her journey and her flying and all that, which is awesome. But then a lot of things happened since then. So just to start with, before Zoe's episode, I think I mentioned I'm about a thousand... 25 numbers away from getting recalled and from start my, flying again yeah. yeah um and then at that point they they hadn't done recalls for about a week and then was, they yeah close to two weeks at that point yeah well for getting the last close. episode like the last update that we did was about a week and then they didn't do recalls for the week after so when we talked to zoe like nothing had changed anyway yeah and um how many numbers am I away now, Jeremy? 276. Yeah. 276 so, people now instead of a thousand. So yeah. they did re- more recalls. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Over 700 uh, altogether. Yeah. Yeah. In the past week. Yep. Just Almost under a week. Right. Yeah. Almost, yeah. So they did a, a small batch last Thursday and another batch big old batch on sunday yeah so now i'm very close but since this has happened just earlier i'm not expecting a recall this week just because they just did a huge batch of recalls so now i'm expecting another slowdown and maybe to have to wait another few weeks which yeah. is totally fine, but at least it started going again. Yeah, absolutely. So the hard part is there's so many different pieces in place for recalls to happen. You have to have the training in place. You have to know which bases all of the recalls are going to. So there's a lot going on and everything has to line up perfectly to get everybody back in the air flying. So if you recall too many people, but uh, because of COVID regulations and training, we can't have huge classes. The classes have a limited size. Uh, so, and you know, you can only train so many people at once right now. So that's sort of one of the bottlenecks, uh, coming into training, which is, you know, one of the reasons why I was so happy to come into training. Cause I feel like I'm doing my part to, to get people back flying, which is good. Mm-hmm. And well, speaking of that, well, I, we probably mentioned that I was hoping to come and visit you. Yeah. Well, that happened. And you did. So you came last Wednesday, you came out to Vancouver for a few days um, and I was lucky enough to have Friday off as well. So we sort of had the day to kind of spend in Vancouver before we flew back to Calgary, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then something happened on Friday, which yeah. kind of turned everything upside down. Yeah. So we're sitting, we're about to leave uh, for the day. We had plans and we were meeting up with uh, with some of your friends. And uh, I get a call from the big boss uh, at training uh, who basically said, uh, the operation is in need of flight attendants right now. So we're going to send you back flying for four days. I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm a team player. I always want to try and help. Uh, and so, you know, we, like we had plans throughout the day, but I think we ended up coming back to 
Calgary a little bit sooner than anticipated um, so that I can get ready for possibly flying for the next few days. And it was completely up in the air, no pun intended. Um, no one really knew what was going on. They said, oh, call this department. No, no, now we're going to call this department and, you know, call crew scheduling or call planning, the different things. And so finally getting all of the information, I get a hold of crew scheduling. They're like, yep, give us a call once you get back to Calgary and we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, so it was a mad dash. I mean, we were still planning on coming back on Friday at some point, but like yeah. it was kind of then, okay, you had to figure out what you needed to fly. Yeah. And then realize that you weren't be coming home within a day. You'd be coming home within like four days. Yeah. So it was kind of, okay, we just did a bit mini grocery haul, but leave everything behind. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, yeah, so then you were sort of on reserve for four days, but not really. Yeah. Because you sort of had a choice, but also not really. But I still, I had to offer, I guess, like the way I looked at it, I had to offer my my flying services to help out, right? Yeah. So like pretty much every day you called um, in and uh, you did end up flying. Yeah. Yeah. But so before before I get into the, the flight I did uh, on the Saturday, so this was the first day that I was sort of eligible to fly. Um, I give our scheduling a call and say, hey, I just realized something, you know, kind of in, it wasn't a mad panic, but it was a little bit of a rush, like, okay, get everything together, grab my, you know, my, um, my rake, which is my security badge and make sure I have everything, my iPad, which I need to fly because it has my manuals, all that stuff. Boom, 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 got it all together, throw it all in my bags and head off to Calgary. I forgot something in Vancouver, though, something that I need to fly. When I got to Vancouver originally, I had my passport with me because, you know, I use it for ID and it's just something I have when I'm flying. And then in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm in Vancouver for the month. I'm not flying. I don't need it. And I want it to be secure. So I put it in the safe in my room in Vancouver, which is where it stayed. So when I called crew scheduling on Saturday, I said, here's my dilemma. My passport is still in Vancouver. And they said, yeah, we, we can't do anything. You're just, you're legally not allowed to fly without your passport in your possession. So you're going to have to go get it. <sighs> so what did I have to do on Saturday? So Jeremy, um, you know, casually flew back to Vancouver and uh, came back all the while I was at work. So while I went to work for eight hours, Jeremy flew to Vancouver and back yeah. within the, those eight hours. Now, the place I'm staying in Vancouver is downtown. So it's not close to the airport. So I, as soon as we landed, I... Uh, I didn't run. I walked briskly to the train station. Yeah, Jeremy does not run. No. Uh, so I got to the train station, hopped on the train, took the, you know, about 20 plus minute ride to where I'm staying. Then it's about a 10 minute walk. Literally go into my room, grab my passport, kissed it. True story. Put it in my bag, went out, locked the door, back down, walked to the train. And then um, when I got on the train going back to the airport, uh, I get a notification on my phone saying, okay, my seat's been uh, been updated on the flight. So here's my new seat. Cool. I just left downtown for the airport and they're starting to board my flight. And I'm like, I start sweating because I'm like, oh my goodness, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? And um, so the flight was at 520 departure. Finally, my train pulled into the airport at 501, 502, somewhere around there. <laughs> so I get to security and luckily, I just had my backpack, nothing, you know, nothing to check, no liquids, no nothing. So quickly take off my belt, put all my 
keys, everything, everything's in the little bin there, go through security, my shoes ring. And I'm like, are you kidding me? My shoes didn't ring yesterday. I literally went through the same machine the day before my shoes didn't ring. And uh, so like, yeah, you're gonna have to take off your shoes, put them through again. I'm like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, yeah, my flight leaves in like 12 minutes. They're like, which gate? I was like, oh, it's this gate over here. Like, okay, it's not too far. Get my shoes on, make it to the gate. uh, And I boarded I think it was it was around ten minutes before departure. I was so the last pretty person much on the last possible moment because if you know or if we've mentioned it before, you can't get on a plane. You can't expect to get on the plane like if you're leaving at five thirty, you're not gonna be on the plane at five thirty. You're gonna lastly be on the plane at five twenty. Yeah. So ten minutes prior is when people need to be boarded. So you yeah. were cutting it so Super close and obviously closer than I wanted, but uh, it was uh, a friend of mine, Danny, who uh, is an in charge in Toronto and he was on the flight. So it was nice to see a familiar face and, uh, and, you know, we had a good little chat there as well. Um, Like throughout the flight, uh, whenever he had a spare moment, he would come and chat with me. So that was good. And uh, I made it on the plane and I made it home and I got my passport and everything was hunky dory. That was on Saturday. I was on Saturday. And all the while, like, I'm at work. Um, but Jeremy's been was texting me, and I'm looking at the next flight he could possibly be taking if he missed that one. And it was uh, at 8.30. So three hours later. Three hours later, um, because it's still COVID times, and we still don't have our full operations yet. Yeah. Usually, the flights between Vancouver and Calgary are at at every hour pretty much every hour yeah or like if it's later and on weekends later in the day yeah it would maybe not be as frequent but there definitely wouldn't be a three-hour gap maybe two yeah but three hours yeah it's just because it's covid times and there's still not enough planes flight attendants just crew anywhere because yeah. uh, every department is still recalling their people um, but yeah, so we were just both panicking, like hoping yeah. you can get on because like I'm at work and I'm hoping you're not going to get home too late, hoping I get to see you when I get back. And also we're hoping that you can get back so you can feed Palm <laughs> so she wouldn't have to wait until like 1130 to yeah. eat. Um, so so that, that all uh, worked out. I got on the flight. Everything was good. So we land back in Calgary, and so we're just waiting for a gate. And at this point, like, you're allowed to have your phones on. So I turn my phone on, and I get a message from Adele saying, hey, my other friend is sitting uh, is sitting on the plane, too. She's, like, a couple rows behind you. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, she needs a ride. Can you give her a ride? I'm like, of course. <laughs> well, and Jeremy knows this person, too, very oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, he actually met Michelle before That's I true. even met uh Jeremy. Yeah, we had flown together um, many years ago at that in at that Toronto. Point. Yeah, and we had hung, just hung out with her like this whole um, while we were in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, the whole couple days, and we knew she was coming to Calgary at some point because her plan is to then go visit her family in Germany, mm-hmm. and the flights currently are only out of Calgary to Frankfurt. There's none out of Vancouver, uh, but we didn't know exactly when she would come because, of course, uh, standby travel is also kind of like. You get to book last minute. You get to kind of, you know, figure out what yeah. works best. And then, you know. We're very last minute. Yeah. Um, and so we didn't know. And plus, she wasn't going to stay with us because we don't have an extra bedroom. Uh, she was going to stay at our friend Leticia's. So they had figured it out. And I was talking to Leticia, trying to figure out our plans for the weekend as well. 
And um, Leticia was asking me, hey, do you want to do brunch on Sunday? And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. But what time is Michelle arriving? Because her initial plan was to maybe arrive on Sunday morning. Um, and she's like, Leticia messages back. She's arriving tonight at 740. And I'm, I quickly answer back. You're kidding, right? <laughs> Jeremy's on that flight right now. And yeah. this is happening. Me and Leticia are texting while, while the, the flight's fl- in the air. Yeah, we're in the air. So we're not <laughs> communicating at this point. Yeah. It's just me and Leticia talking, figuring out that both Michelle and Jeremy are on the same flight. Yeah. So I tell Leticia, don't go get Michelle. Jeremy will drive Michelle <laughs> to your place because thankfully Leticia's and our places are very close together. And yeah. with the configuration of how the airport is and where Leticia's house is. It's on the way for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on the way. It's not like it's out of the way and going back and forth. It's like, it's very convenient. Plus like your car is there and all this stuff. So that worked out. So that was a adventure. And then we ended up, all hanging out after um, I finished work. So yeah, well, but when we got to Leticia's, like when I was uh, dropping off Michelle, like I went in to go say hi and, and they're like, oh, dinner's ready. Like we have dinner for you. And I was like, what? what? They're like, yeah, yeah, have a seat. We've already got dinner made for you. So I ended up having a wonderful home cooked meal by Leticia and she's an excellent cook. So it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. So that was an adventure. And then, um, yeah, Sunday morning we did do brunch. I was always in contact with our scheduling saying, hey, I'm offering up my services. I'm here. I can fly. Uh, And they didn't have any flights for me. I was checking Saturday night, Sunday morning, all of Sunday. They didn't end up having a flight. And then finally, Sunday evening, they they gave me a flight for Monday. So let's talk about brunch first. Yeah. Um, It it ended up being uh, Jeremy and I and Leticia and her boyfriend, we're trying to figure out where to go to brunch. And on the way to brunch, that's when we get the big recall email. Yeah. So this is like the one we've been waiting for, the one that... It's bringing you closer. Yeah, because, I mean, earlier in the week, we figured out, I mean, we all got the news that our airline was very short-staffed. That's yeah. why they needed just pretty much all hands on deck. Yeah. Training people, go back flying. Like, that's priority. You, We need flights to go. Yeah. Um, so at that point, we're all expecting the recalls to to be coming because it, ha- it had been two weeks. We hadn't heard anything. Then we got that small recall on Thursday, but we knew more were coming. Yeah, there was like an announcement that more were coming uh, on Sunday or well, on the weekend, it, the announcement said. So we were kind of like fingers crossed waiting for it. And then it finally showed up. Yeah, as we were driving to. Uh, yeah, so we had brunch. a little bit of, of something to celebrate. And that meant, you know. Instead of being, uh, well, after, um, what you want to call it? After the Thursday recall, I was about 877 away. So instead of being 877 numbers away, I was now 276 numbers away. Yeah. So, you know, you can figure out the math. They recalled 601 people yeah. uh, on Sunday. And yes, that was Sunday alone. Um, so yeah, who knows when they'll do recalls next, but... Pretty much when they start the recalls again, if it's in a week, two weeks, three weeks, I'll be pretty much like one of the next people You're to be close, called. Yeah. Like I'm very close. Yeah. So that's super exciting. Um, I've also been reading a book that Jeremy just finished. So the TJ Newman um, book that's entitled Falling about flight attendants and just aviation. It's a fiction novel. 
I'm almost done it. Jeremy's read it already, so we can talk about it possibly on our next podcast. Probably next week. Yeah. yeah. And just a quick note. So TJ Newman, I know we've mentioned this before. She used to be a flight attendant with two separate airlines. So she has a very good aviation perspective. And uh, of course, she speaks well of the back end crew. So the flight attendants as well. And I mean, I, I told you it's a page turner when I was reading it. It's hard to put down because it's very action packed. And you told me what part you're at. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe what's going to happen next. She's like, don't say anything. <laughs> well, that conversation didn't happen, but it didn't happen exactly. Like <laughs> um, Yeah, it's well, I'm appreciating the book so much because it's so well written as it's a well written book either way. But there's a lot of very specific aviation uh, information in there. Yeah. And I appreciate that. It's refreshing because it's not just like, oh, yeah, the flight attendant was on the plane and, yeah. and then there was panic or, or whatever. But like they're talking about specific procedures, specific parts of the aircraft. And then not just the from the pi- flight attendant's view, from the pilot's views as well, like what is happening in the flight decks, what they have to do like pre-flight, during flight, all yeah. these things. And as well as air traffic control. So it's really interesting to read and see. And like also with the recalls I'm in, it's like, oh my God, this is going to be my life again. Yeah. Not what's happening in the book. I don't want that to happen, but just flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you have any interest in reading the book and, you know, taking part in our little discussion and what's happening next week, hopefully, you know, then go pick up that book and TJ uh, Newman falling. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really cool and you can probably find it anywhere because it's just it's high up on the New York Times bestsellers. I think last I checked it was number 3. It may have moved up from there though, but it's definitely high up there. Well, it was a few weeks ago um cuz it got released beginning of July. Yeah, end of June, beginning of July. That's right. So, it's been over a month now, so I think it has moved down, but it's still on the list. And the movie rights have been also purchased. Yeah, I think Universal or someone has purchased that. And it's like... I think that's what I saw. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Like, I'm already like, who's going to play this part? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you read the book, like, there's no brainer. It has to be a movie. Yeah. Like, this is an excellent movie. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it'd be a great thriller. Yeah. Anyways, we'll discuss all of that um, Next when we week. actually yeah. talk about the book. Um, but... Was there anything else that we needed to update? To uh, so, well, really quickly. So I, I flew yesterday. It wasn't a very long flight. I just did a Vancouver turn of all things. I was on the 737 MAX, um, which is, you know, a neat little aircraft. Does the job now. Yeah, they're back flying. So now they're safe again. So, yeah, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, pretty like for me, I hadn't flown as like an in charge um, in over a year, I guess, since probably april march or april of last year so i was a little nervous and telling adele like i'm nervous to get like get back into it and then uh as soon as you start doing your job everything just kind of comes back and it's like okay yeah deal with the passengers like this do boarding like this do my briefing like this and it all comes back to you and i've said it a million times it's like riding a bicycle and then i loved it (laughs) yeah it's uh it's going to be nerve wracking for me as well when I get back on. But yeah, I know after a few flights, I'll be hopefully comfortable again. But you know, things have changed. But that's just how it rolls. You know, yeah, exactly. everything always changes when you're whether you've been off for a year or you've been off for two days. It's, it's always <laughs> something can majorly can change. And then you have to learn yeah. part of the job yeah. in a different way. So 
Um, I didn't have any issues on my flights, but uh, one of the big issues sort of plaguing the entire airline industry right now is passengers not wearing their masks. It's a regulation. It's like putting your seatbelt on. Just do it. Um, whether or not you agree with wearing masks, it doesn't matter. It's a Transport Canada regulation, at least here in Canada. Put your mask on and be nice to your flight attendants. <laughs> that's our ending? Oh, that's I wasn't planning on that. Oh. It's just because there's been so much uproar about people being very rude to flight attendants. Yeah, and, and there's... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, and, and there's people who think they're outsmarting the system by because you're allowed to remove your mask when you're actively consuming food or beverage. And so they're like, I have a bottle of water in front of me, so who knows when I'm going to take a sip. But put your mask on. You pull your mask down when you take a sip of water. Or you'll get people who milk a bag of chips for over an hour so they can keep their mask off. Or I had one flight attendant tell me, yeah, they came on board with a big bag of popcorn so they could constantly be eating. And it's like, you're not smart. I'm sorry. You're trying to outsmart the system, but you're being an idiot. Put your mask on. Yeah, it's it's just... It, again, it's still COVID times. This pandemic is not fully behind us. Yeah, aviation and travel is ramping up, but we still have to protect ourselves and people around us. And, you know, and like Jeremy said, either way, it's a regulation. So we have to enforce the rules. And even if we hadn't had a case of COVID in three months, and it was still a rule, we'd still have to enforce it. Yeah, until that rule changes, it's that's the rule. And that's period. our job. And there's a lot of also social media posts going around about flight attendants just speaking out about how unbelievably rude people are being right now because mm -hmm. everybody is overworked. The aviation industry literally just exploded back up again. It was Overnight. dormant and then it just... Yeah. Okay, now there's a million flights now everywhere. every flight's full, yeah. Yeah, so imagine, like, just our airline is understaffed in pretty much every department. So everything is a mad dash. Everything is stressful. There's, yeah, new protocols, like the mask and, like, the COVID test if you're going international and they have to be a certain time frame and yeah. all this stuff. And then you have, yeah, like, dum-dums, trying to milk a bag of popcorn for the whole flight to not put on their mask like yeah. like you know be considerate and i'm hoping the listeners to this podcast you know if you're one of them you know maybe just keep your mask on but i'm sure none of you are doing that but you know talk to your friends talk to your family if they're traveling make sure that they are really respectful and it's still a stressful time and you still don't know who these flight attendants or other passengers are living with or in contact with so you don't want to transfer any germs or any kind of thing to yeah. anybody who's going to transfer it to anybody else because yep. it's still out there and, and some vulnerable people still have to be very extra careful. And I don't, we've probably mentioned it as well, but some people just can't get the vaccine. Some yeah. people don't want to, but some people it's not possible because of their medical situation, allergies or whatnot. So what if that person is in contact with someone who's just traveled on a flight next to the person who's scarfing down popcorn without a mask for three hours? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you just don't know. So be considerate, be kind, be safe. And... Always be nice to your flight attendants. Trust me, they're overworked and very stressed. And because they might have to save your butt one day. Yeah, exactly.
Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.